It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's prediction time for the Florida-Georgia game, so we're rolling through offensive predictions, defensive predictions, then we'll take a look at this game according to betonline.ag, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day, every day available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Wednesday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Um, of course, today's not Crossover Wednesday. Couldn't get the schedule to match. Hopefully tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. But for now, we're going to do the predictions, which are usually Thursday. But, you know, obviously shuffling the schedule around, going into the offensive predictions, defensive predictions, and then the game according to Bet Online. starting with these offensive predictions first. Florida is going to have their worst rushing game to date. Um, I hate saying that because I hate Georgia and I hate admitting that they're going to play well against us. But guess what? They're going to because, well, they're the number one team in the nation for a reason. And that reason, primarily their defense. You know, their offense isn't stellar, but their defense is, in fact, stellar. And I've mentioned it before. They're like 1985 Bears stellar. Georgia's defense has been incredible this year, only allowing 100 rushing yards once, and it was against University of Alabama, Birmingham, better known as UAB, primarily with backups in during week two's blowout win for Georgia. So they, they allowed 100 rushing yards, but like not allowed 100 rushing yards. <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. And Florida's rushing attack has slowed down significantly over the past three games due to primarily a lack of explosive runs. And I personally think that a lot of that is due to the lack of running back involvement with the wide zone game. You know, you look at the first four weeks of the season, the first four games of the season, we had 400, 363, 246, and 283, all four games over 40 carries or, well, 40 or more carries, because against Tennessee, we had exactly 40 carries. But since then, it's been Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and LSU, where we had 171, 181, and 138. So basically, and all three of those games below 40 carries. So what I'm hearing is 40 carries equals 200 yards, less than 40 carries equals 181 or less. Uh, Obviously, that is really precise. But, you know, Florida's rushing attack has been slowing down. I don't think that the Georgia game is the game where this rushing attack is going to suddenly get back on track in a big way. So that is why, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm thinking things slow down for this rush or don't don't pick up for this rushing attack. Second, I'm saying Florida takes more deep shots than usual in this game. I think Dan Mullen is going to play Anthony Richardson a lot, despite the fact that he hasn't necessarily committed to either quarterback. In fact, he's committed to both quarterbacks committed to both quarterbacks saying yeah both quarterbacks are going to play it's going to be the same thing as always blah, 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 blah. i don't care i think anthony richardson whether or not emory jones takes the first snaps i think anthony richardson will take the majority of the snaps by the time the game is done and we know anthony richardson he's gonna look for the long ball whether or not you think he should look for the long ball 
he's going to look for the long ball. That's his game. That's his style. That's what he does. So Anthony Richardson will look for the long ball. And over the past few weeks, not, not much success, not much success, but teams have found a little bit more success, a little bit more success when throwing the ball against Georgia. And I, I just think that Florida is going to really challenge them, especially if Anthony Richardson does play as often as I think he will, because I think he's going to look for that deep ball more than Emory Jones would, or I know he would look for the deep ball more than more than uh, Emory Jones would, because that's just Anthony Richardson's style of play. We know that. And again, teams haven't found much success against Georgia, but you know, the first four games of the season, teams are completing like 50% of their passes, less than that against Georgia. Since then it's picked up to average out to about over the past three games, be about 64%. So, you know, things have picked up for offenses against Georgia. My final prediction is that Florida is going to have one of the, uh, I don't don't really know how to word this, but they're going to have less plays than usual. I'll say, Uh, you know, I I just think that's how it's going to work because I think that this team is going to have really two methods of pushing the ball or moving the ball against Georgia. I think it's going to be control the clock and run the ball or take deep shots. And when you look at taking a deep shot, there are a few ways it can work out. It's an incompletion, which stops the clock, of course. So an incompletion, which stops the clock, you know, probably forces a punt or it could be a turnover, giving the ball to the other team, which means that Florida won't have the ball as much. Or it's a huge play and it's either a touchdown or just a big game in general, in which case we eat up a lot of space and we can score quicker. I think that the run game is going to be runs and quick screens, whether it's to receivers, running backs, which we, by the way, we don't do nearly enough. Like given the fact that just given how productive our running backs have been with the ball in their hands, we really don't run enough screens to just get them the ball with blockers in front of them and let them make plays from there on. I'm just realizing that as I'm talking about this. But I think it's going to be runs, wide runs preferably, and quick screens, especially, by the way, uh, especially wide runs with guys like Jordan Davis in the middle of that defensive line. So wide runs and quick screens, which are basically going to be an extension of the run game. You can look at the Cowboys versus the Bucks in week one, how Dak Prescott threw the ball like a bajillion times. But a huge majority of them were just quick passes just because you can't run the ball against Tampa Bay. So, you know, just quick passes, get the ball out in space to the running backs, to their shifty receivers, let them make plays with the ball in their hands because running the ball probably won't be super successful. So I do think that if we have a high percent or if we have a high volume of passes, it's going to be primarily because quick screens and quick checkdowns to just get the ball out and win the running game. Might not work against Georgia because, again, their defense is just so good, and I hate them so much for it. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you will too. Prize Picks offers every sport you can think of. I'm talking NFL, NBA, and uh, you know, college football. Why not? College basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PrizePix offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the all-star players of the Power Five, like Anthony Richardson, Emory Jones, Jacob Copeland, and to these smaller schools like Toledo, where you have Bryant Kobach, Bryce Mitchell, um, I mean, Daquan Finn, if you want to look for a quarterback that's almost guaranteed to get a rushing, that's almost guaranteed to get a rushing touchdown every year, whatever, I'm just letting you know. PrizePix offers mixed sport entries, so you can take the over on LeBron points with the under on 
Mahomes touchdowns in the same entry. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prizepicks is daily fantasy made easy. Use promo code LOCKED ON. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Now we're going to look at some defensive predictions here. Florida Gators are on defense. will have a bounce-back game. Uh, LSU was rough with a capital rough it was it was a rough week for florida's run defense i think our defensive line is angry i think they are pissed and i think they are ready to go after a bye week now we can look at the lsu game and we could say hey like like this defensive line played just horrid football you know what or this defense played just horrid football and we could look at the Vanderbilt game, like, you know what? Maybe one of the reasons that this defensive line played horrid football is because they were on the field for 80 plays just a week before. I get Vanderbilt didn't score. The defense played fantastic. But it's entirely possible that this defense was still gassed from the Vanderbilt game, practice, all that stuff added up. You know, f- fatigue adds up. We had, we had a bye week last week. Hopefully, Hopefully this defense is well-rested, ready to go, because I want a big game from these guys. Like I'm talking like Antonio Valentino should have a big game. Daquan Newkirk should have a big game. And, you know, Daquan Newkirk, by the way, pointed out, like we just got out-schemed against LSU. No freaking duh you got out-schemed. They ran counter-trap a thousand times and worked every single time because Todd Grantham doesn't know what an adjustment is or what an effective adjustment is, by the way. But I also think that we'll see more. Sorry, I just had to take a shot at him whenever I get the chance. I think we see more man than usual in this game from Florida against Georgia. Um, I realize that I'm usually someone who's like, yeah, like cover three, cover four, whatever you want to do. Like I'm cool with it. I think we see more man than usual. The reason for that, or maybe just more match coverage in general, but Georgia's quarterbacks as efficient as they've been this season and Stetson Bennett's been a better deep ball thrower. We get that, but their quarterbacks aren't great. Uh, they're efficient, but not very good. It's as simple as that. Playing man coverage with our second and press man. I don't you dare come at me with off man unless it's a third and long. Don't you dare come at me with off man. I'm talking press man coverage. Get in their jerseys. Let them know you're there. Uh, playing man, it forces these quarterbacks to make more tight window throws that I don't know if either of these Georgia quarterbacks are capable of doing on a consistent basis. And like, I mean, tight man coverage, like Kyrie Elam, get in their face every play. Avery Helm, Jason Marshall, I don't care who's out there, get in their face every play. Travis Johnson, get in their face every play. I want the safeties playing close to the line. Maybe not press, but close to the line of scrimmage. Don't let the tight ends get free releases. Watch the running backs out of the backfield because I want this, I want the front seven going after Georgia. They've got a good offensive line. They've got a good run game. You got to sell out to get them. And I'm fine selling out with our front seven because or front six, because I am so confident in this secondary to be able to hold up against this defense, against this re- these uh, receivers. Because again, I get it. You know, we allow big plays out the wazoo. That's just 
That's Florida football, baby. But we allow big plays. I get it. That might happen. But I feel more comfortable just letting our front six get after Georgia's backfield in general. Because if they're running the ball, get after them. If they're throwing the ball, get after them. Get after Georgia's backfield and make these quarterbacks make plays. Make these running backs who are very good make plays. That's what I want to see. I want to see these Gators go after them. And I want to see the secondary be physical and force Georgia to make good plays. Finally, I think Georgia throws the ball more than usual against Gators. Uh, why is that? I think that Florida is going to find success in offense. I don't know how much success, but I think they're going to find success in offense, whether it's the deep shot, which I, I think that's going to be the key, throwing the ball deep, which is especially why I want Anthony Richardson to start this game. I think that that's how we have to beat Georgia. If we're going to beat Georgia at all, it has to be being able to throw the ball deep because I think we need those big plays because this defense, they they don't break, they don't bend, they don't do anything. So we've got to figure out, not that they don't do anything, they do a lot. They don't do anything good for an offense. So I think that taking deep shots and hoping they make mistakes, hoping you beat them deep, hoping you do whatever, I think that is your best chance at winning this game. So I, I think that we've got to do it, and I think we will find success. I'm very confident in our receivers. I am not super confident in either of our quarterbacks accurately getting the ball to their, to their deep receivers, but I'm confident in them getting the ball deep downfield somewhere and our receivers making a play on the ball. Simple as that. That's I am just putting faith in the receivers. If I'm a quarterback, it's Jesus take the wheel and I'm just throwing a deep ball. It's, it's as simple as that. I think Georgia will have to, uh, I think they'll have to score quickly because I'm confident in our run defense again, like we know this. I think our run defense plays well against them, hopefully forcing a few early punts. If Florida can score, you know, 14 in the first quarter, um, that's, that's asking a lot, considering Georgia gives up less than half a point per possession. But uh, I, I want our offense to score early and just, at that point, just play ball control and just make Georgia earn it against you. Simple as that. I, I think that... Yeah, I, I think that they throw the ball more than usual. And I think if Georgia throws the ball more than they're used to or more than they'd like to, I think Florida walks away with a decent chance of this. Challenge them vertically, put up points, and make their offense try to put up points as well. Because I, I think that we win the game if we can get this offense rolling in that way, which I realize and I understand is way easier said than done. But I'm 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 sticking to my guns here and I'm I'm holding those as my predictions. I don't know about you guys, but with football season, baseball playoffs, basketball season, even hockey season, I'm watching some games. It's miserable here. I am now just constantly snacking during games. It's sugary snacks, salty snacks, whatever. Maybe it's snacks. I'm eating them. But now I got to stick to Built Bar. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like moi, I'm just, that's my style. I'm just letting you know that that is no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie low sugar, high protein, and high fiber solution. You can even enjoy a Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Anybody else make money this past weekend? Because guess what? I, I kind of did, but I kind of lost it, but I kind of won again. Like I, I was... I was pretty good. Florida wasn't here to ruin my betting streak. That's that's what I'm getting at. Florida wasn't here to kill my pockets this uh, this past Saturday. I use Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. 
Obviously, Florida not playing means they couldn't throw a monkey wrench into my plans. Almost hit my parlay, but Oklahoma, you screwed me. I'm Kansas, really. I bet the over. I didn't bet on a spread. I'm not a stupid. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to bet on Oklahoma. It doesn't help that I said I'm not as stupid. But Online has real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can think of. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code Locked On. That is L O C K E D, no space O N. Now we're going to take a look at the Florida versus Georgia game, according to Bet Online. Um, not happy with this, uh, but also kind of surprised that I thought it'd be worse. But you know, whatever. I digress. Um, the line is Georgia is favored by 14 points, so two full touchdowns and the extra points against Florida. Well. Guess what? I'm taking Florida to cover the spread because I, I think that Florida, when they're an underdog, they can keep things close enough at the very least. Of course, we've only really been underdogs since Alabama. Uh, kept it very close. We're two score underdogs. Lost by two, period. Um, I, I think that we can keep it close at the very least. At the absolute minimum, I think Florida can keep it close. I realize it's been ugly for Florida. We've been playing down to competition, playing below competition. We've been submarining our competition. At this point, we'd have to play up to Georgia. I'm confident in that. I think this team is one of those, like the Steelers. Like they're going to play down to their crappy competition. But when they play a fantastic team, they are right there with you, which is so freaking frustrating frustrating about this team i'm gonna let you know that, but i'm taking florida plus 14 to cover the spread here i think that first of all it's a rivalry game so talent kind of gets thrown out the window anyway it's just anything could happen in a rivalry game you can't bank on either team really doing anything that's just not something you can do in a rivalry game especially in this rivalry game so i'm taking florida to cover the spread 14 points the money line is also what i'm taking for florida because uh no way in hell am i taking a georgia money line um or the florida georgia line i freaking hate myself for that uh i'm probably gonna include that in the cold open if you made it this far through the episode but uh you know i'm taking florida with the money line is plus 455, which of course means if you bet $100 on Florida and they win, you win $455 in addition to your $100 returning to you. Uh, I'm taking that. I will not include that in my parlay. Oh, I might make a second parlay including that one and just like round robin it and then just make a lot of whatever, 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 whatever. Um, but you know, I, I'm taking Florida to win this game because like I said, one, ain't no way in hell I'm betting Georgia. Two, like I've mentioned already, it's a rivalry game. Throw everything you know about the game of football out the window. And just the only thing you can know is that, I mean, in this case, any given Saturday, anything could happen. So don't bank on anyone doing anything that you're expecting. I'm fully expecting every single one of these predictions to be wrong, which I don't even know how I can manage to get them all wrong. But hey, nothing would surprise me at this point. Um, so yeah, I, I think that at this point, Florida, I'm taking the money line because that's what I'm going to do. The over under is the only thing I am undecided on. The over under is currently set at 51. Um, that's, that's kind of a lot for a game involving Georgia. Cause you know, 
their offense puts up a decent amount of points because it turnovers, good field position, all that stuff. And Florida is known for turning the ball over at this point this year. But I, I, I'm torn for these reasons. I think that Florida wants to turn this one into a bit of a shootout, um, which I realize I say that often, but I, I think Florida's looking for a shootout here because this is really one of those games where, you, you know, this this Georgia offense isn't very explosive. Um, I, I, I think both teams here are kind of going to try to play ball control football and also take deep shots when possible. So it's like, that's why I'm undecided on this over under because if they take those deep shots and they work, that's going to be a lot of points scored. If they take the deep shots and they don't work, that's going to be not a lot of points scored. So that's why I am very torn because I pretty much have to decide, do I think it's going to work or do I think it's not going to work? Or am I not going to bet on the over under, which this would be the first time this year that I don't bet on a Florida point total, which uh, I'm probably going to bet on. I genuinely don't know where I'm going to go because again, if I I pretty much have to decide, do I think that the deep balls are going to work? Because I I know that both of these teams are going to want to run the ball quite a bit, in which case the under seems like the easy answer. But at the same time, Florida turns it over. You know, both these teams might get good field position, whatever it may be. And that's going to lead to more points. So that's why I am completely torn on where I'm going to go with this, which is just incredibly frustrating for me because it it pisses me off that I don't know where I'm going to go yet. I'd usually like to be decided at this point, or at least have a general direction for where I'm going to go. But, um, I don't, maybe you guys tell me, maybe, maybe I'll literally just put it in the comments and I'll just be like, Hey, you guys decide if I bet the over or the under here. And I'll leave it up to you entirely. And you you decide what I do with my money. Yay! Um, thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. Tomorrow, it'll hopefully be crossover Thursday with Lockdown Bulldogs. We're trying to make it happen, but we're all busy with work and everything. I represent one player for NIL, and he just entered the transfer portal. So I've got to figure that out, too. It, it, it's, it's hectic right now. So it's a maybe. Now make your second listen locked on SEC. Get all of your daily SEC news in less than 30 minutes with SEC expert Chris Gordy of Sports 790. It is free and available on all platforms. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole9Sports.com. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And be sure to check out my pinned tweet and let Locked On know why Gator Nation is the best fan base in college football. And I will see you all tomorrow. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.